0: How we doing good people and welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast. I'm your host, Dre Montez, and we're being brought to you today by title sponsor, the Weed Squad St. Louis. Feel free to visit them at 8088 Watson Road to take care of all your medicinal needs. Man, oh man, oh man, this is my favorite time of the year. I mean, weather-wise. Let's dress it up, fellas. Let's dress it up. Everybody got their coffee ready? Get your coffee ready. Get your favorite beverage together as we talk about some things in the world of sports and entertainment. With the holiday season here, please do not forget to reach out to the small business in your area or neighborhood or community, whether it be Belleville, downtown St. Louis, or Historic Soulard. I will definitely give you guys an update on where to stop by and where to visit. All supporters of Who's to Blame, the podcast. Also on that note, we're getting real close. We're about over 50%, but less than 80% of getting the website remastered, redone, reconfigured, upgraded, renovation, whatever you might want to call it, but it's almost done and I cannot wait. We're going to get everything under one roof, one building, meaning the videos that we put up on Montez at midday each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and as well as the podcast episodes of Who's to Blame. All of them will be up under this one domain website, which is really, really getting to the point I'm about to cry. You know, it's all coming together when it's all said and done. In the end, and thank you again to the lovely and talented Miss Jennae Saekwa, who's been helping me with this process of getting the podcast website up and also montez at midday together as well and as i said we're going to talk about some things today to start it off just a little bit just to let you know here thank you again for tuning in and i don't know where you get your podcast at but you can also type in who's to blame a dre montez wherever you listen to your podcast at but other than that we'll anchor soundcloud spotify uh as well as our social media platforms, we have a page on Facebook, who's to blame Instagram, who's to blame the podcast and Twitter at W2B Dre Montez. And as well as we share our videos of Montez at midday on YouTube under Dre Montez, hit that subscribe button and hit that bell to let you know when new videos come up. We do appreciate it in advance, whether it be in the sports world, your daily activity, your relationship with your loved one or your kid, this word has come up, trust. And trust means firm belief in the character, strength or truth of someone or something he placed his trust in me, for example. And that word has come up a lot lately, especially in relationships. You know since the pandemic broke out a lot of people have been dealing with that word trust i see it on social media a lot you, know, you must trust the people around you. you must trust in the process if you're going through a job changing situation or just trying to climb the corporate ladder or in your own personal struggles with your own not-for-profit or for-profit business out there and as well as raising your kids you got to have trust in all that and in the sports world you got to trust in your teammates and I'm seeing that a whole lot more when it comes to trusting, especially relationships. Hollywood is taking some punches at it right now with the uh HBO Max show, The Undoing, with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. You know, you got to have that trust with your kids, with the new way they're doing education. If you are, uh, parent that can't have the ability to stay at home and work if you're an essential worker that's getting out there you got to have that trust in your kid to do what they're supposed to do as getting educated through the zoom system and also keeping your house in order and as well as in the sports world you got to trust in your teammates you got to trust in your coach you got to trust in your playmakers and i'm seeing some teams that are able to Get that understanding off there a little bit clearer than others seem have in past times. And also to the artists out there, you got to trust in your manager. You got to trust in the record label you sign with or the video that's going to let you do your show or your performance. And a a lot of the trust out there is going to the wayside. And then a lot of it is coming back to the forefront because the times that we're in right now, it's more of being shown now what trust really is, what trust is not in ways to show show trust in someone. I mean, how do you, do you yourself, (laughs) say that again, how do you yourself show trust in others? Just by supporting them, being there, being there for moral support, constructive criticism. There's several ways that trust can be shown, but I just think we're getting lost in the moment of getting trust misconfused or misunderstood over love and trust and lust and trust trust and jealousy and trust. But if the word trust itself, again, is being invested in these different entities of daily activities in your job and your upbringing, your relationship, the sports world, the entertainment world, I think we'll get a better feedback the word trust, and the belief in trust. I haven't lost trust in anyone or anything or any process. I've just been looking from the outside, looking in, when this term or phrase comes up in a movie, a sporting event, a concert, someone in an interview talking about what they've been through, whether it's been good or bad, or the learning curve, or the learning process, that word trust comes out. So I want us to just take a minute sometimes and really think about the whole trust issue out there. To... All right. Next up. Can you really be yourself? Oh, now this here is, is one that has gotten a lot of people in trouble. When people tell you, when you hear the phrase, just be yourself, what does that mean? When, when people say that to you, how, how do you take that? What do you mean, be myself? You're probably saying, I'm, I'm always myself. Is there a different side in you that you don't know about that no one has told you about? Or do you already know what people mean by that when they say, hey, just be yourself? I, for one, can really relate to a conversation or a phrase when it comes to people saying, be yourself. There's a way to be overzealous. There's a way to be really believing in yourself in the process that comes across the wrong way to people. But I want to take it a step further as we're talking about sports and entertainment. You see, some of these entertainers really take the concept of being themselves. And we, as the people that are looking on, like we grow a stronger interest in that person, a really stronger belief and connection with them due to the fact we think they're being being really comfortable. You know, they're really getting into the moment when all actuality, they're really being themselves. Now, keep that in mind. Now, let's go on over to the athletic side of this. When athletes act like themselves, they basically get kicked out of the league. You never hear from them anymore. They lose endorsements. They lose fan support. But then when we hear their story, their side of it, we're like, okay, they were just being themselves. Case in point, Antonio Brown did an episode on the shop with with LeBron James and Maverick Carter, and he was explaining what happened to him on the exit strategy and path of Pittsburgh, that being the Steelers. There's a little bit more to the story, as it always is. You got to listen to both sides of any story, whether it's relationship, a job situation with the kids situation and sports teams as well. There's always two sides to both stories. I'm a fan of sports. I'm not a fan of each and every athlete that has played sports, but I always listen. I want to get what, what happened, what, what's going on here. And basically, Antonio Brown was getting to the point of his professional NFL career where he felt comfortable enough that now he just wants to be Antonio Brown. He wants to be himself. Not everyone can do that in sports because it comes across as a wrong way. We see the maturation process of athletes all the time from how they were in high school, how they behaved in college, how they acting when they first get in the league, how they're handling the money, the women in the spotlight being on that platform. Some handle it well and some don't. Some we never hear from, but they've played the game. They've excelled at their career. But the ones we do hear of, most times we hear that phrase, I just want to be myself. Cam Newton has been through that. Baker Mayfield has been through that. You hear a lot of top-notch athletes out there that we deem as, hey, they're being extra. They're doing too much. But are they really just being themselves? And is being yourself a bad move in today's sports and entertainment world? Or should you just fall up under there and do what they tell you to do? Shut up and get a check. Be who you are at home. Be who you want to be. Be your real self when you're done playing this game. When you're done with this record contract. When you're done making this movie. Should then you be yourself? What's wrong with just being yourself? I think a lot of people that work for themselves, started their own business, or go on their own path have really understood that whole concept. It's not to the point I just want to do shit my way, but I want to be myself 24 7, 365, 366 days a year. I want to be myself. Why is that such a bad thing when it comes to certain people, certain situations, or certain scenarios out there, so to speak. I like when people are being themselves. Be real with me. But I understand you have to put on a facade, so to speak, because you're working for someone. You're working for the name on the front or the back or the logo or the company, the brand, the details of the situation are being explained to you before you go out here in front of all these people and embarrass me, yourself, and your name. Didn't your grandparents tell you that when you were a kid, first time you went off to camp? Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass this family name. You better act right. And you say to yourself, act right. I'm just being myself, as most people put it. But I think we all really, when it all boils down to it, we actually know what that means. Can you truly be yourself? And this is Who's to Blame by well, your boy here, Dre Montez, and thank you for tuning in to this podcast episode of 445. I'd like to thank my sponsors out there. During this critical time, it really means a lot to really support small business. We've seen all the signs, we've seen all the information, whether you believe it or not. And if you are a small business owner or a supporter have been in this situation before, you know how true this is. Again, thank you to our title sponsor, the Weed Squad St. Louis, located over at 8088 Watson Road. Great holiday fun and festivities are not what the norm is going to bring right now due to the pandemic. But you can still get out there and support. And if you're over in downtown Belle Vegas, step on out and show some support to the sponsors of Who's to Blame. You have Rogers Place, 4322, located at 322 East Main, Tavern on Main. Margaritas on Main, The Office Lounge, Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar, Bigfoot, Bigfoot Comics, Cosmic Comics and Collectibles, CNC Food for Your Soul, located at 1926 West Main, R&R Services, taking care of your roofing, siding, and room additions for you. SIP, Southern Illinois Independent Placement, the Lincoln Movie Theater as well. Those are all the sponsors right there that show us love and support in Bell Vegas. Get out there and show some love. And they do have some nice holiday themes and traditions coming up as in downtown Belle Vegas, they decorate the windows, the window displays during the holidays. So get it on out there with your kids and your family and loved ones. Take advantage of the situation, but also keep in mind what the social Distance is being affected right now. We criticize athletes on a whole lot of things. When they're playing ball, how good they were, did they make it to the pinnacle point that we think is the point it should be a celebratory situation? The Super Bowl. Winning it all. It's crazy how the fans deem success to athletes. You know, we praise them when they're playing, but when the when the fourth quarter light goes out, there's no more tunnel. There's no more locker room camaraderie. What should the athlete do after they get, get done playing ball? And a lot of fans bring out the craziest criticism on these guys. What do you expect the athletes to do when they get done? What do you expect them to do? Just stay at home with the kids, work on the yard, work on the house. Should they get a job in sports? Should they try to become an agent? Become a coach. Jump into the media. Jump onto the manufacturing side of football. What should the ex-athletes do? Not everybody can go and talk about baseball that played baseball. Not everybody can work in baseball that played in baseball. Not all of them can coach. Not all these guys have that teach-back factor, the women either. But what do we as fans expect these athletes to do when they retire and this again is from one of the episodes of LeBron James the shop as they were discussing what is the plan after we get done playing ball what what should athletes do we've seen the horrible story on the 30 for 30 going for broke about athletes who fuck up a lot of money a whole lot of money i mean just You say to yourself, wait a minute, how did that happen? Again, we talked about this at the beginning, trust. If you don't trust in your financial advisor, if you don't trust in the team and the people around you, when you have all this fame and fortune, you're going to end up in one of those 30 for 30s going for broke. So there has to be a plan. It has to be a financial plan. It has to be a thought process on what we're going to do when we get done playing ball. They try to capture it at the NFL Rookie Symposium, Major League Baseball has done some things, the NBA, NHL, the soccer leagues, the WNBA, they all have done something to help guide the athlete when the cheering stops. And Jerry Rice, former NFL great Hall of Fame member, did a commercial for Popeye's Chicken where he has a drumstick in his mouth rotating through his helmet. And they discussed that in the episode, The Shop, as that being a bad move for Jerry Rice. Does the man need money that bad? Athletes going for broke, and they go out here and do these lame duck-ass commercials, these crazy-ass ads, and we're saying to ourselves as fans, what the hell happened? What happened? Like when MC Hammer was doing those home loan and cash loan commercials. We immediately go to that process of thinking they must have fucked up some money to do something like this. But how don't, how is it that we don't know? Maybe this was a plan set up with the agent. I mean, Popeye's Chicken is a huge national chain. Okay, maybe that wasn't the ideal marketing spot, the ideal commercial that a NFL great like Jerry Rice should be doing. Jerry Rice is not the type of guy that's going to be an NFL commentator. Jerry Rice is not the type of guy that's going to be a wide receivers coach with an NFL team or a collegiate team. None at all like that. Whatever Jerry Rice is going to do, I think that really fits what Jerry Rice wants to do. And I think we need to pay attention to that more when these guys have the exit strategy in process. I think now with the athletes that are coming in now, I think it's more – of the focal point of keeping an eye on your money and your finances, I think we're seeing more and more athletes now take control of their own contract negotiations, as we've seen DeAndre Hopkins is one of the guys who has really come out recently about taking control of his finances with the NFL, as he was fully in control of his negotiations of leaving the Houston Texans and accepting the job with the Arizona Cardinals. He was all in front of that. And he's not the first. He's not the last. But I'm I'm saying now, I think that's more of a process these kids are really grasping. They want to keep on to their bread. They want to still have money when they leave this game, sport, the entertainment world the same way. You know, when they get done, that voice, that hit factory, not always going to be there. What are you going to do afterwards? Some guys, some women go behind the scenes of the Recording industry, they start writing and helping produce guys and women and starting their own record label and things like that. There's still a process, a method of the madness. But when it's all said and done, you have to do what's best for you. I think that's the bottom line. I don't think nobody is out here doing their best for the fan. Again, I don't think now one athlete that I've ever cheered for can ever point me out and say, hey, that's Drake. That's the guy that's been having my back since I've been in the league. Hey, I appreciate it. I really do, but I know it's not a real true fact out there. But it still makes me feel good to cheer and root for these guys and women in the sports and entertainment world. I really do. I put my first foot forward in supporting the people that I really dig what they're doing, their craft. Their style, the way they represent themselves on the field, off the field, their family life. I, I get all of that. But when it's over with, you got to do what's best for you. I mean, I, 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 joke, I joke about it all the time. But when I retired from softball, it, it didn't come across as easy as everyone thinks. You know, it, that, that was a huge part of my life. Of playing ball for twenty five years, doing a week on weekends, traveling, all of that, and when I said I'm going to make the decision to not play anymore, what am I going to do afterwards? You know, you just can't sit around in the house and twiddle your thumbs. You got to come up with a plan on what we're going to do, and it all came together to me at the right point in time after twelve years of sport talk and sports talk radio. And at the same time, the podcasting was coming out. So why not keep our passion going? Why not stand our element in love of sports and entertainment? And let's do this thing. So luckily, I had an actual thought, a process. I talked to a lot of people. I think four years before I retired, I was talking to different people on how do you handle this? Yes, I wanted to be the guy showing up at the park every weekend with a cooler and a chair and still watching the guys play games. But I can't do that. I love the game so much, I couldn't be around it. It was too emotional for me to be around it. I'm okay now. (laughs) I'm okay now. We've been retired now for going on five years. But the beginning was rough. And I'm quite sure athletes who have had higher fame than me, made a lot more money, platform was bigger than mine, but it's still the same. We got to do what's right for us when it's all said and done and over with right there. I I think that's the bottom line right there. That is the bottom line. As is, this is the bottom line. Thank you again for listening to Who's to Blame the Podcast. And shout out to my sponsors as well. Downtown St. Louis. You got Game 6 Honky Tonk Joint. BB's Jazz Blues and Soups. Barbecue Madman. Yes, yes, yes. All Park Shuttle STL. Electric Cab of North America in Austin, Texas, in Historic Soulard, for all my golf cart lovers out there. Get your insurance today at Allstate Insurance. Jim and Julie Price, the Wood Hammerstones, Ninth Street Deli at Howard's, and this that time of the year where everyone is want to get their body right. So check out Physique Fitness. They could have some online tips for you to stay fit in the comfort of your own home. As we're getting through this social distancing situation, it's not all gyms are open, but the ones that are, you know what we're talking about and doing. A always towing, shine and go auto detailing as well. My man Reggie will hook you up. Definitely would take care of you right there. And those are the great and amazing sponsors of Who's to Blame the podcast. As I said at the top of the show, we're getting real close to getting the website done. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I just, it's going to make things so much easier and so much better for me as well as for my sponsors as well, because there will be a link to all of the sponsors so you can really see what they're doing, what they have been doing, and what they're up to as well. All of that will be right there in one spot for Montez at Midday as well as Who's to Blame, the podcast, and also get yourself a little swag as well. If you would like to make a donation to the page, feel free to do it. We have our cash app. It's dollar sign Dre Montez 314. All donations are greatly, greatly appreciated as we have been really having a lot of fun with the podcast as well as Montez at midday. Again, we had a great time last week. We put on a Swank's Giving show on the biggest party night of the year, Thanksgiving Eve. We did it on YouTube, live through Zoom. There's also a little bit of it on our Facebook page, Who's to Blame? So check it out. The reason I'm saying this, we're going to do it again. This time, it's going to be an ugly sweater jam. It's going to be an ugly sweater jam. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you would like to get involved, please contact me through any of our social media platforms, or you can email me at moredreymontez@gmail.com. at gmail.com we we'll to have some comedians on there, a couple of magicians, some music, some dancing, drinking, food, just being thankful for this crazy 2020 year and looking forward to 2021. It has been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of hopes and prayers, a lot of love, a lot of lost love and a lot of gain love as well. Happy birthday to my grandson, Jason, as well. And it has been one of those times of the year that I look forward to with the changing of the weather because the men folk we get to layer up, it's time to break out the leather coat Dre. It's one of those moments where (laughs) I enjoy wearing the leather coat at all times. I really do. You don't get to dress up like this in the summertime. And we all dress like Charlie Sheen doing a a two-and-a-half-man character throughout the whole year we get maybe three and a half months to dress like menfolk, and I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of looking forward to it, I'm looking forward to actually putting together my first Christmas tree ever by myself. It should be a, uh, I think I'm going to pick a particular night to do it. You know, get me some EJ j cask and cream, play me some old Christmas music from the 70s and 80s, dim the lights and put the tree together. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that and creating holiday cheer around me during the holiday season that's upon us. I know a lot of people out there hate Christmas music, don't understand Christmas, whole theme, concept. But this is my favorite time of the year for several reasons. People are so damn nice. They're so appreciative. They hold the door a little longer. They say good morning. They actually say, how is your day? Can't shake hands the way we used to, but people are a little bit more pleasant this time of the year. I noticed this in my military days in the Navy and in my days of being in radio doing different promotions. I can just see the genuine generosity of the people doing this time of the year. And this is when I notice it takes place. You can track this if you want to. Right after Halloween until January 15th, people are so nice. So I'm going to go November 1st until January 15th. People are super, super nice. Just think about that sometimes. Again, looking forward to the website coming up. Going to make all the sponsors proud and happy, and as well as the listeners and getting the content right there, hands on. Going to get a little blogging going, but it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Got a lot of interesting shows coming up. I can't wait to get back out there and go into different locations and doing the show as well. But for now, we're gonna keep doing our show here at Studio 63, Northwest County, as I like to call it. One of those new locations I came up with with no reason at all. But thanks again for tuning into the show today, guys. It Really do means a lot. I like the new listeners that I've met. Some online, some through chat, and some through Swank's Giving. Again, that was a lot of fun. And coming up, we got the Ugly Sweater live event. That's going to be fun as well. We're good, folks. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get it ready, get it popping. Don't forget to check out our live shows. Montez at Midday. Each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, coming to you live on Twitter at W2BDreyMontez, b Facebook, Who's to Blame, as well as YouTube, DreMontez. Until next time, kids, we'll see you. And do not forget to appreciate the details of the day. Enjoy.